This is Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe. Now, here's Patrick McEnroe. All right, so I was scrolling through my Twitter feed a couple of weeks ago and I came across a, a picture of this man. He wasn't wearing a Masters Champion t-shirt. He wasn't wearing a Ryder Cup Legend t-shirt. He was wearing a t-shirt with the words Roland Garros on it as he sent out a picture of his newborn baby boy. He's got a young two-year-old baby daughter as well, the one and only Sergio Garcia. So, Sergio, when I saw that picture, and you had been on my list because I know you're a heck of a tennis player in addition to being a world champion golfer. I said, I got to get this guy on. He's wearing the Roland Garros T-shirt when just had the baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I mean, obviously, uh, we've seen each other uh, in, in some of the tournaments and some of the tennis tournaments, and you know, uh, you know how much enjoy tennis, and uh, always had a, a lot of good tennis friends. Uh, so you know, tried to tried to keep in shape, uh, playing a little bit of tennis here and there, and um, always always enjoyed it. So it's, it's good fun. Well, listen, congratulations on the birth of your son. I know your daughter is what she's she's just over two now, right? Correct, yes. It's uh, two and two months, and uh, and our son is just turned one month uh, yesterday. All right, so you got your hands full, obviously, no Mm -hmm. doubt about that. And and during this pandemic, which has obviously affected all of us, the tennis world, the golf world, have you been able to get out and hit any golf balls? What's been sort of your routine like these last couple of months? Uh, Well, here in in Texas, uh, I've been in Austin, Mm -hmm. uh, where my wife is from. Uh, and uh, it's been okay. You know, I've been able to maybe go practice maybe twice a week, uh, three times a week, uh, kind of like tough practices, not not like a, a regular practice, but playing with friends and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just having little practice rounds and stuff. Um, so it's uh, it's been okay, obviously being careful and, and making sure that you're doing the, doing the right things, uh, you know, keeping social distancing and, and uh, you know, making sure that your hands are clean and you're not touching your eyes and your mouth and your ears, things like that. But um, other than that, it's uh, it's been okay uh, under the, you know, under the, obviously, the conditions. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been too bad, I guess. I mean, I guess we're, we're sort of lucky and unlucky in a way, meaning we're, we're in the tennis and golf world with recreationally, should be able to come back pretty quickly to be able to go play tennis. You know, I can go out and play with my daughter on a, on a, on a local court here and there. But for the professional, our professional worlds, obviously me working for ESPN, you playing uh, consistently around the world, it, it seems to me that golf and tennis may take a while to come back because those, sort of the whole world has to be in a similar place, don't you think, Sergio? Yeah, I agree. I think that... Um... I think that the PJ Tour looks like it's gonna uh, we're gonna come back uh, like second week of uh, June if nothing if nothing else happens uh, with with no crowds obviously mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, it's just gonna be players and caddies uh, and obviously officials on the tournaments there's, there's gonna be no play no no crowds no family it looks like probably not even managers so um, so it looks like it probably be like that for for a little bit. Uh, and, and see how everything everything happens. I think we're gonna have uh, COVID nineteen tests on on every on every tournament. Uh, like the players and the caddies are gonna have it. And if you if you if you give positive, you can play the tournament. So 
they're they're being careful, uh, but uh, hopefully we we get going. I think for the PGA Tour is a little bit easier because it's all within pretty much within one country, mm-hmm. uh, so you can kind of you can kind of take care of it. You can you can you know you can control it a little bit more. For the European Tour is a little bit tougher because it's like like the, the ATP Tour where it travels all over the world and all different countries and all different continents, and and then it's it's a lot tougher too to control what's going on there. So um, that, that may take a, a little bit longer, yeah. Let's go back to when you were um, a youngster, Sergio, because obviously you're, you're similar to in the tennis world, the sort of protégés. I mean, you were certainly one in golf, took up the sport extremely young. But tell me a little bit about growing up in the other sports, because I know you're, you're big into soccer as well. I hit mm-hmm. tennis balls with you. You got, you got some game, Sergio, okay? <laughs> and so, so growing up being a golf prodigy, as you were, how was, how was tennis a part of your upbringing? Well, I've uh, I've always said it. I I obviously love golf, but I I'm a I'm a sportsman, uh, you know, more than anything. And I love I love all kinds of sports. I love I love soccer. I love tennis. I play a lot. Um, I I love watching like Formula One and motor racing and uh, you know MotoGP and basketball and you know you name it. You name it. I I I love to watch even American football. You know all 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 these kind of sports. So. Um, I've always been a fan of watching and and practicing sports, mm-hmm. and uh, because of, because of that, when I was when I was uh, a kid, you know, I played I played a lot of a lot of sports, and I played obviously I played golf, and I played a lot of tennis, and I played a lot of soccer, I played some other ones, but uh, those were the three that I played the most, and, and the ones that I grew up with, and and I kind of kept kept in touch with them as uh, as a turn pro, and and you know I still like like you know I still. Love to play tennis and, and try to play soccer here and there when when I can uh, with with friends. So um, you know, it's for me it's great because uh, it's not only it's not only a great way for me to disconnect from golf, but mm-hmm. also at the same time it's it's a it's a really good workout. Uh, other than you know the stuff that you'll do on the gym and stuff like that. Well, when when you when you started coming up on the tour, obviously it's now been about twenty uh, over twenty years that you've been on tour. And you're still yeah, you're still a young guy. You're only you're, you just turned forty, right? So correct. So that's um, pretty amazing. Uh, and you know, tennis you see that sometimes, like your compadre Rafael Nadal, you know, winning the French Open. <clears throat> excuse me, as a teenager. But as you're as you're playing tennis when you're you know, preparing for golf. I mean, and, and by the way, in preparing to talk to you, obviously I studied your, your career, but I also tried to study your swing. So I'm not going to get into like the golf <laughs> technique, but I just watching some of these guys break down your swing in slow motion. Okay. I know you're it, the, the lag is if one of your famous, your, your trademark, mm-hmm. but watching it. And, and cause I've always said, well, golf is, I mean, is an amazingly difficult game, maybe the toughest in the world, but is it a sport? You know, that's what was my question because you don't run, right? But then I'm watching Correct. your swing and I'm like, holy mackerel, that's like impossible. How does he actually get to hit the ball um, from where your club, you know, is angled when you take it back? So I guess it's a short way of me asking you, like, the correlation, do you think, between being an athlete like you, you are, a soccer player, tennis player, and also how that comes into what you do in golf? Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely takes uh, take part of it, uh, it and it helps out. But I think at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, when you talk about golf, yeah, you, you're not running like like you do in uh, in, in tennis uh, for like three or four hours or 
or, or in soccer or in American football or, or some of the other games, you know, basketball, whatever you want to call. But uh, but that doesn't mean that it's uh, that is not that is not hard, and it, it doesn't mean that uh, that it doesn't challenge you not only mentally, which is mm. the most challenging part of, of of golf, but also physically because you know how many times how many times I've had a friend come to watch a golf tournament and and they're like, ah you know I'll, yeah I'll go walk you know watch you eighteen holes and then walk around with you and stuff like right. that. And then uh, you finish you finish walking the eighteen holes, and they're like, "Oof, this is a lot more tiring than I thought." So <laughs> right. I mean, you you realize, yeah, yeah, you are walking, but you're walking, you know, you're walking maybe uh, probably about ten miles uh, when when you're playing around, and, and you know, it's up hills and down hills, side loads, side slopes, and stuff like that. And so it's um, you know, it's a good combination of um, physique and 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 mental strength for sure. What would you say is your best shot in tennis? Uh, my best shot in tennis will definitely be. I have a. I mean, not to to you to to you to you guys level, but uh, uh, I have a pretty good serve. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but my my best shot definitely will be my forehand. Why am I not surprised? As a, as a true striker. <laughs> All right. Now <laughs> now I know I, I know Marty Fish is a good buddy of yours and Marty yes. you know played for me when I was Davis Cup captain and and had some amazing. In fact, my last uh, tie as the captain Sergio was in Bogota in Colombia and Marty uh-huh. had just an unbelievable effort there, you know, a little, little alti- a lot of altitude there actually. So very yeah. difficult to play and he won a couple of huge matches for us. But he's he's an I mean for a tennis player, he's an unbelievable golfer. So who is a better yeah. – um, are you better in tennis or is he better in golf comparatively? Whew, that's a good question. Obviously, if you ask Marty, uh, no, I, mean, I love Marty. <laughs> I know his if answer. Marty, yeah. he, he'll, he'll tell you hands down he's a better golfer than a right. tennis player. <laughs> you know him. <laughs> yes, I know him. No, but um, he's uh, – I would say – I would say he's probably a little bit better golfer than I am. Mm. I mean, he's a really he's a really good golfer. Like he's he's like a, a proper golfer. He's like a plus two, plus three handicap. Uh, so I think in in golf terms, I would consider myself uh, maybe like a like a three or four handicap uh, in, in tennis. tennis. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty happy with it, but yeah. uh, but I'm probably not to to his level when it comes down to golf. You're not looking to um, play uh, some tournaments in tennis when you retire from golf are you like he does in golf he's playing you know those, those all the all ex jocks uh, tour he plays he does pretty well on it too doesn't he yeah not not that yeah he he uh he's done he's played some miniatures and he's played uh you know he loves playing on that uh celebrity tournament that they do in in florida and right. he's done pretty well there but um i don't know i i mean i I don't think. Uh, I mean, I would love to uh, to play maybe one of those uh, senior uh, tournaments that you guys have in tennis, but uh, I still don't think that uh, I'll be able to to keep up with you guys. You guys are too good, and you you you'll know exactly where to attack me. To listen, feel listen. You you know, we <laughs> me, my brother and I have our big charity tournament every year before the right before the U.S. Open tennis tournament um, to to raise money for our kids and their programs. So we, we, you have an open invitation, Sergio. You could come anytime. We'd love to have you. And uh, I hear that, to do that. I hear that baby right there. So you keep taking yeah. care of that little boy mm-hmm. right there. Now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. go, when go you when you look at um, it, golf, you look at tennis. 
the popularity of the sports. Obviously, they're both incredibly global. But uh, tennis particularly, obviously, with the, the success of Nadal and even before him, Carlos Moya, Carreja, Costa, et, uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, tennis has gotten more and more popular. Golf, obviously, with you and with Seve before you. I know he was one of your heroes. But what was it like growing up in Spain where you were in a sport that was popular but not the most popular and sort of becoming a phenom as you did you know, winning the amateurs as a teenager and, and, and winning even a pro tournament, I think, when you were, what, 17 or 18? So you obviously uh, grew up with a lot of attention in Spain. So what was that like in your country growing up in the sport where obviously it's ruled mostly by soccer? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was fine. Uh, obviously, you don't get, um, you know, if you're a soccer player, uh, or, or you know, or a player like Rafa, which is done. I mean, one of the best athletes, uh, probably the best athlete we've ever had, and and one of the best tennis players ever. Then, then you get a little bit more attention. But uh, I mean, I, I did get obviously I did get attention, uh, but uh, but to a little bit of a lower level. Which at the same time, I'm I'm not going to lie to you, it's not it's not a terrible thing because that way you can still kind of have some sort of a normal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. While, uh, while, well, while you, you know, if you grow up being like a really good soccer player or, uh, you know, even like a Rafa Nadal or, or, you know, like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or something like that, you know, it's, it's, it's even tough to like go out for dinner or, you know, just, uh, to walk around or anything like that. So, um, so it was definitely, uh, you know, lower, uh, lower level aspect of, of, um, people kind of like looking at me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, but, it, but I was still, like I said, it was, it was easier to, to enjoy your, your kind of normal life a little bit more. So obviously you win the masters, which was, uh, you know, a, a huge breakthrough for you being that you'd won so many tournaments and big, some big tournaments as well. Some huge tournaments. I mean, you've won 35 overall. You played on the PGA tour, a lot on the European tour. You finally win the masters, which was, I know, you know, incredibly emotional for you. You had mm-hmm. huge, huge support from the galleries, um, here in the U S which you've always had. Is it, would you say it's harder to, to win a major in golf or in tennis? Um, I, uh, I mean, I think if you are, if you're not Federer, Nadal, or Djokovic, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. It's harder to win it in tennis because I mean, those three guys are. I mean, they've they've won. Uh, I don't know what is it. Like, 20, uh, 20, 19 and seventeen. But who's counting? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> no, no, but I mean, uh, out of the last, I think I saw a stat the other day, and out of the last 68 or whatever, they won like 63 or yeah, that's 64. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, you had Del Potro in for one. You had Vavrinka win. He's won yeah. three. Murray's Two. won three. Yeah. 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 But, but I, so, think you're, I think you're right because, I mean, to me in golf, I'm not going to say – anybody can win a major but 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 people that are you, you know that me as a as a golf fan but not an avid you know I know every player somebody who's ranked let's say 60 80 in the world could win a major okay. whereas in Definitely. tennis that could never happen basically 
But yeah. but in tennis, I mean, it, you, you that, have guys more consistently win the majors because is it you think it's because the physical side of it makes it that much? It, it basically gives it, those top guys just a huge advantage because physically it's so it's almost like I guess if golf if if it were match play all the time. I mean, you've been so successful in match yeah. play. And you've been one of the most successful Ryder Cup players of all time. What what if golf mm-hmm. were were more of a match play situation? Would that change? Who wins it more consistently? Do you think? Uh, it, it probably would change it a little bit, but uh, but not to the extreme of tennis. I mm-hmm. think I think the the biggest the biggest difference uh, or the biggest uh, game changer uh, in tennis is obviously it's one on one, like you said. So it's it's match play situation all the time, but at the same time, it's uh, I think it's the court, you know. So you know that. You know the the clay courts are all the same, and Rafa is always going to dominate there. Uh, and mm-hmm. Spanish players are always going to be great in there. Um, when it comes down to golf, yes, uh, obviously I could be a little bit better in in a type of golf course, but every golf course is different. Mm-hmm. So so it it doesn't mean that I mean obviously like for example for me Balderrama, uh, which is my favorite golf course right. in Spain, I've done really well there. Mm-hmm. So if we played. Every time we played there, then I probably would win a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I've won three times there, and, and I think I have 13 top 10s in, out of 15 tournaments that I played or 14 tournaments, something like that. So, but because every course is different, you know, there's, there's not such a big, it doesn't make such a game changer mm-hmm. when it comes down. I mean, like, like if you, if you play, if you play against Rafa and Clay, it's like you have to do, you have to play out of your mind to beat him. Like if you play, you have to play, Djokovic, have to play out of your mind to like get a set. Are you kidding? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Right. But like, yeah, like if you play Roger in, uh, if you play Roger or uh, Roger in grass, uh, obviously now he's a little bit older and it's you know, mm-hmm. but but like like five years ago, I mean, it was almost impossible to beat him. Uh, if you play Djokovic in in uh, in hard court, it's so difficult to beat him. So I think. They, because, because of those surfaces, they have a little extra on, on, uh, against everyone else, which in golf, it doesn't happen that often because, mm. you know, the, the, the golf courses that they're, they're all, they're all different. Well, yeah, uh, I so think, it's, I think that's a great point. You actually, there's so yeah. many more variables in golf, you know, tennis, Correct. like if you play tennis, uh, golf on the exact same, uh, course, like you said, Valderrama or, or Augusta, which you've done incredibly well at, even before mm-hmm. you won it over your career, probably yeah. would be more skewed to the top players doing better more often. But because there's, as you said, so many variables, not to mention the weather, you know, the speed of yeah. the greens, all those different things. It right. makes, tol- the setup of the course, everything. Yeah, and that makes it, to me, as I said, the the toughest game there is the toughest sport there is to manage all those different things not to mention what go what goes on between the ears right because that's correct i mean that is huge <laughs> that's the toughest golf course <laughs> yeah yeah that's the toughest golf course now uh, i want to ask you a little bit about your swing just because it's it's you know the golf experts talk about it so much as i said i'm not going to break it down and get into that mm-hmm. side of it but just growing up you know because i know with my brother you know he his strokes are very unique and different and 
You know, yeah. he'll, he'll say, like, when we are at our academy playing with kids, it's, ah, doing drills is stupid. Why are we doing this? This is a waste of time. I said, well, John, this is what, you know, they're all doing now. So, but, but he was, like, let's go out there and play. So it, it, without knowing that much about your, your, your background, Sergio, it would seem to me that you were a guy who had so much ability, so much athletic talent, that I'm guessing when you started, I know your dad was, was a teaching pro, that you just went out and played, right? You weren't like trying to copy someone else's swing, or were you? Uh, no, I mean, obviously, um, I think there's a couple of things that, that go through uh, to, to kind of make up my swing. Obviously, when I was little, uh, or when I was when I was young, um, I was quite short. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, until probably until I was uh, seventeen or eighteen, and I kind of started growing up a little bit more. Uh, so for me, and I was playing when I was twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I was playing with guys of all ages and mm-hmm. uh, and you know best levels in like Spain and Europe and stuff. So for me to to be able to keep up with them, I had to generate a little bit of extra speed to be mm-hmm. able to hit it as far as them or close close to the distance they were hitting. So I guess that's why you know the lag kind of kind of came into into my into my motion. You know, it was it was a way for me to generate a little bit of extra speed with that lag. Mm-hmm. So then I could get more distance uh, out of my shots, and um, you know it just became a part of of me, a part of my swing, a part of my, my, my game. Um, so, uh, so that's, you know, that's, that's the main, uh, the main reason for it. And, uh, and then, yeah, when, uh, when, when I was growing up practicing with my dad, yeah, we did hit balls and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. but we always, we we're always more focused on more, probably a little bit more like your, your brother, Johnny, uh, uh, we're probably more focused on quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So we would rather hit, we'd rather hit 50 or 60 balls and then go to the course and play mm. 18 holes than hit 300 balls and then mm. uh, not even, not even go on the course or, or, or just, you know, play two or three holes. Because at the end of the day, you gotta realize that what, uh, where you have to perform is on the golf course. And yeah, it's very, it's very easy to be a good golfer. I mean, quote unquote. Uh, it's it's easy to be a good golfer on the range because right. there's no, yeah, there's no dangers, there's no worries. You know, you miss a shot, you you just pull another ball and hit it. On the golf course, you you know you have trees, you have water, you have bunkers, you you know you have the green over there here. So there's a little bit more for competition style. It's uh, you know yeah. I always felt like it was a better preparation. Oh man, I mean, my brother would be just—he'd be so happy right now to hear these words from you because we, because we sort of have this debate, uh, and and I have to admit I'm kind of more coming over to his side, you know, as I get a little more experience working with kids and so on. Uh, that you you do have to just go play, and there's sort of a method to his madness, which is like let's let's warm yeah. up and let's play. What do we? What, you know, I used to practice my serve. You know, hit a basket of serves, and he'd come over. He's like, "Why are you doing that?" I, I go, "What do you mean? I'm working on my serve." He goes, "There's no one over there." In other words, yeah. like, why are you practicing it without an opponent? So lastly, and I, I really appreciate you giving me this time, particularly with the, with the young kids, I want to ask you this, because when I watch you over the years and when I see your attitude and I see the way you compete out there, you know, you, got, you, 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 get, you get into it. 
Okay, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. to my and I do know, you know, my brother's got a little, you know, a little bit of that too, Sergio. Got a little bit of that mm-hmm. attitude, a little bit of that aggressive nature, a little controversy here and there. And I think to myself, man, this Sergio Garcia, and I see what you do in Ryder Cup and how pumped up you get in that situation. This guy would have been a heck of a tennis competitor. And I know in golf, you know, even though know, tennis even has that reputation. Oh, you know, be a gentleman, wear your whites. Golf maybe even has that even a little bit more. But mm-hmm. it seems like there's a part of you that wishes you could get into it a little bit more. Maybe tennis, you could do it, certainly in soccer. But you've yeah. brought that to golf over the years. And I think that's why, especially in this country, people have really gravitated to you. Well, I mean, yeah, like like you said, uh, first of all, I'm Spanish, so you know that uh, you know we're we're uh, our blood boils a little bit uh, a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, also, yeah, like you said, uh, brought up, you know, on a uh, in a in a country where soccer is is uh, is the most important game, and and you know how emotional soccer is, and mm-hmm. how everyone celebrates, you know. It, your team makes a goal and there's a hundred people, a hundred thousand people on the stadium just hugging each other and jumping and screaming and stuff. So it definitely, uh, that, that I bring definitely kind of always, always had a little bit more fire in me and, and to, you know, to celebrate and to, to show, to show my emotions. Uh, obviously, uh, you know my 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 golfing my golfing idols uh, were Sevi and Olafavel and and you know if you remember Sevi he was sure. he was very emotional oh, and incredible. very yeah. And, yeah so uh, all all of those things kind of mixed up uh, kind of made made me a little bit uh, who I am and and the way the way I, I play golf. Well, don't ever change, Sergio. And uh, we lo- love to watch you. And you, you, as I said, anytime you want to come up and hit some tennis balls. Uh, maybe we'll even hit a few golf balls. You know, our swings are our McEnroe swings are a little ugly, but um, we'll we'll take any tips from you. And if you get out on the tennis Perfect. court with us, we're expecting a little scissor, a little leg scissor kick too. Okay, after a big there four. You go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds all good. All the best, Sergio. Best to you and your family, you. and appreciate you coming. Take care, Patrick. Take care. All right, thank you. Holding court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.